Hi, everybody. It's me, Katie Asaurus. Yes. Hi. Hello. It's me. Hey, good. And before we start this week's episode of Infinite Quest, uh, we just want to make it explicitly and abundantly and unequivocally clear that we stand in support of a person's bodily autonomy and what they choose to do with it. Um, and the overturning of Roe v. Wade is not only deeply frustrating and disappointing, but the way in which it will impact marginalized communities and uh, people in the disabled community is frightening and scary and upsetting. Um, but it's also just upsetting for everybody because this affects people and and stop you know mm -hmm. um and so we just wanted to say that we know that this has been a hard week and this has been a long week and this has been a week in which there are a lot of uncertainties and a lot of unknowns and there is hope and there are ways of fighting back against this um and so on the infinite quest website we are going to put up a page um that will have resources and information and all of that good stuff um for you to check out um if you are in need of you know medical services that you can no longer access um and also just to help your community and give back to your community because one thing that we've learned at infinite quest is that we couldn't do this without our community and our community is the reason why we're here um and so community and supporting community is really important to us so we just very awkwardly and imperfectly wanted to say that at the beginning of this episode um but also i've had a really hard week um <laughs> yeah. i lost a friend who was very very dear to me um a couple of days ago and i'm also now facing down some medical issues that i don't really feel like talking about right now but it's not great um and so we are just going to vibe we just i just i just want to spend half an hour hanging out with you and my friend eric um and bailey because she's being honestly really good right she now is. it's like suspicious how good she's being she is oh uh, and so that's what this podcast is going to be so hanging out hanging out so just if you would we just want to take a deep breath with you breathe with you for a minute and give you some space to just be um so that's what this episode will be yeah yeah transition <laughs> <laughs> Hi, how's it going? You know, it goes. It goes, yeah. I, uh, I was just thinking. I was trying to do some do some dishes and what some chores yesterday, and I was like, oh, I'll listen to a thing. And every piece of media that I generally consume concerns Roe v. Wade, as it like should, very understandable. But I was like, it would be nice to have some place. <laughs> so um, I'm glad we're. Hopefully, you, dear listener, are doing your dishes or on your ride to work. Maybe you know, I know I just mentioned it now, but <laughs> I can't help it. It's just my whole brain. Well, it's, but. it's just, it's strange to make content right now. It really like, is, yeah. I keep, you know, I was taking a break from TikTok before all of this, and I keep being like, what is the TikTok that you make? You know, yeah. like, what, how do you, how do you come back? And I realized, like, you know, and again, like, I don't want to keep talking about it, but it's like, it's all that's on my fucking mind. Um, but 
Yeah. Also, I'm going to pet Bailey because she looks really sad and pathetic and I'm sad and pathetic. <laughs> yeah, the way I've been thinking, at least like on Twitch and stuff, is is I can either only like talk about it and go in full fury rant mode or completely like not and just build houses in The Sims. Yeah. So with that being said, Katie, would you rather, <laughs> <laughs> would you rather only be able to talk in like a full on yelling voice? Okay. Or only be able to walk while wildly flailing your arms about. Um, I mean, I have dystonia. <laughs> so before it was under control, I couldn't eat super milkshakes in public because sometimes I would just fling them across the room. So I would say that one because i've already done it and it's really not as bad as you think it is like it's it's like a little annoying i did throw soup on the president of my college that's a true story oh, yeah i did that I, I accidentally threw at a at a banquet honoring him i threw <laughs> soup on him um it was very embarrassing it was not very much soup like it was it was it was a little bit of soup and was, it was, it, was it hot soup or it was hot soup. it was hot soup it was like a it was like a tomato situation and i just i like literally like ticked and i like i was had a spoon and i just flung it behind me like over my shoulder and he was sitting like right behind me do you, do you think that has anything to do with why you find soup so sad no i i think soup is sad because of the also if you're new to infinite quest you should know that I find soup devastatingly you sad. Do. Like I've seen you cry just like at the mention yeah, of some, canned soup. Sometimes like it's canned soup. Canned soup is deeply sad to me. Yeah, not not like, just like regular soup. soup. Like soup. if I went to like a fancy restaurant, soup is fine. Like I was like, I will even get this like soup, you know, because it's like, oh my god, it's like very good soup, right? Good soup. Um, but canned soup, I find canned soup to be emotionally devastating from from like uh, it, from I, I mean I, I can see as like from an aesthetic perspective you know it, it evokes images of like you know you're down on your luck and you're you know sitting in you know that the, the power company just shut off your whatever so you have to eat like cold canned soup or whatever <laughs> which you know but like canned soup is what a resource dude can't i've survived on canned soup for like the hard for the, like during the harder times you were like hey it's really sad in the world right now and you've had a really sad week so let's talk about the thing the, the saddest food <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry i didn't mean to I just <laughs> like, let me up. paint you this vivid I'm picture sorry. of why canned soup is so sad and then just it'll be fun <laughs> i mean i get it i get i get what you mean it's i don't know it's like it's like a it's like a vibe thing i have really me. good memories with soup i remember really? when i was it was one of my first favorite foods when oh, i was growing up was like campbell's soup? chicken noodle soup it was one of my favorite like things. I loved it so much. And oh my God, it just unlocked a memory. But growing up, my brother was a huge sports guy. Um, and we had like a basketball hoop in our front yard. And our neighbor, Terry, was also a basketball guy. And so my brother would spend like every afternoon and all weekend shooting hoops with Terry in the front yard. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, I was the younger brother and I wanted to like, you know, hang. hang, you know. And so I would like ride my bike up and down the street and like sit and hang out and um, I remember when, whenever one of them was about to make like a shot, like a, a difficult shot, the other person would chant chicken noodle soup, chicken noodle soup. Cause my brother hated chicken noodle soup. And so we would do that to distract him. But I love chicken noodle soup. So I never got it. It was like late. And I was like, guys, you're basically like banana split ice cream. Like it's a good thing. You're chanting a good thing to distract the other person. <laughs> I, I don't get it. 
<laughs> I miss Terry. He's an actor now. I think he was in a couple of A24 movies. Really? Yeah, I think so. He was a really tall, super fucking smart, like sneaky smart, you know? Like he wasn't just out there blasting equations and stuff. <laughs> um, and he was also nice to me when I was a kid. Like he was like 18 when I was like 12. Uh, teenagers he, who are nice to kids are I like, know, the best, they're like dude. the best people. Really? Because it's like, I just, I remember like all of the, you know, because I did a lot of community theaters, mm. theater stuff. And I just remember, I remember like the cool older kids who would be nice to the younger kids. And like those people like still, like I'm like, I still remember all of their yeah. names. Like I remember like when they were nice to me and like what they were nice to me about. Like, oh my God, it's oh, yeah. like, it has such an impact on kids. Oh yeah. He uh like, and, and the people that talk to you, you know, not just nice, but they talk to you just like you're a person. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because I think at, at every age, you know, a person when they're, you know, when you're a kid, at some point, you start realizing that people talk to you like a kid, and you're like, oh, you know, people don't talk to me the same way they talk to other people. And so when they do, it's like the most refreshing thing ever. He was the first person I think I ever, like, talked about, like, my mental health with. Cause really? I think he, yeah. Because um, he had mental health issues. He had, um, uh, I don't know what, what's going on with him now, but at the time, he was going through some depression. And um, I had moved at the time. I moved from Connecticut. This was in Connecticut. I moved from Connecticut to Michigan. Um, and then we would like come back and visit for holidays and whatever because my family still lived here. Anyways, I saw him for the first time in like a year. I was still like 12 um, and he was probably about 18, just graduating high school and maybe a little older. Um, and uh, I was riding around my old neighborhood, you know, all nostalgic from six months ago, <laughs> you know, six months is a long time when you're 12. Um, and uh, it's a long time now. And uh, there was Terry just shooting hoops. And I was like, oh, dude, like, all right. So I rode up and I like parked my bike all cool i did a little skid turn you know <laughs> it was good i like that was what i imagined was you doing exactly a skid, was. A I skid remember, turn? every <laughs> i remember the day i learned how to do that it was a game changer um but i started talking to terry I'm like terry dude how's it going and he was like you know honestly i've been really depressed and i was like really what's what's up and he talked about his depression and um how he feels lonely and how he's um he never he has a hard time feeling close to people and i was like man you know, me, me too. I didn't know that that was like a thing that you could just talk about. I was like, me too. I, you know, I'm meeting new people in this new place, but it's, it's really hard for me to feel like open to them. And, and he just was like, wow, really? You know, he really, he like received it like this, this adult, well, he was 18, but you know, yeah, this 12 year old kid. And I still remember that. Like just what a nice thing to do. Like one of a, um, somebody in my Twitch stream is a camp counselor um, at a uh, camp that has a lot of trans kids. I don't know if it's specifically for non-cis kids, but I know there's a lot of them. Um, and I like teared up on stream because I was just like thanking them for being that cool yeah. older person when you're <laughs> a kid. Because like one cool older person who like sees you and validates you just it can do so much. I mean, they've literally studied it. Yeah. You know? Like they've literally studied that. And especially with like trans kids and just across the board, like LGBTQ kids. It's like if you have one the supportive person in your life the like rate of like suicide self-harm like that kind of stuff drops by like half and it's like but it's like incremental if you have two supportive people in your life it's like even less than that if you have three or four or five and it's like you know it's something like if you can surround yourself with like a dozen supportive people like you are safe and you are like okay and that just like i think about that a lot especially with everything that's going on it's just like how easy it is to be kind and and compassionate and like 
I don't think people know how like impactful small things like that are you know just like talk to the kid down the street for like five minutes about depression or whatever like that's like like you remember that you remember that 20 years later I guess 15 years later I'm bad at math shut up but you know what I mean like that but you remember that and it's like I wonder if he does you know I want like I, I wonder about that a lot is like I if he does too, yeah. kindness like do people remember the kindnesses you know what I mean the kindnesses that they show other people yeah because it's just like you know like for for you it's like oh that's the first person somebody taught me about you know their coming out story or like mm-hmm. you know whatever the thing is that that they're talking to you about but for them it's like it could just be like tuesday you know right. and so that like that like strange thing that happens when you're just like oh i'm like making a difference but i was just making a difference by like existing which is like i think it's one of the reasons why i take this podcast so seriously is because like we just exist you know Mm. like like i think like we try to be supportive and and we try to you know talk to our community interact with our community that kind of thing but there's a lot of people there's a there's a lot of people (laughs) um and so sometimes it's hard to like answer every email or you know respond to every message or whatever but like sometimes i'm just happy that i can just push record and be like my friend died and i probably have to have surgery and roe v wade sucks and you know on and on and on and it's just like but that's okay like it's okay to talk about those things and i feel like that's like i don't know i feel like we're really lucky that we have just like such a kind and accepting community yeah absolutely it's funny i think i think it's much easier to remember the kindnesses that are done to you than it is to remember the kindnesses that you've done to other people or for other people. Yeah. Um, And I think that has a lot, I think that's kind of, that's pretty nuanced. There's a lot, there's a lot to it. It's very illuminating because one, it shows that being kindness is very easy to give away. Um, It's very easy to do small kindnesses. And I don't mean like big active ones, you know, like, uh, I don't know, you know, surprising somebody by renovating our house or something. I mean, <laughs> looking at you, Mercury Stardust. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Uh, but like, you know, being friendly to the grocer, yeah. you know, and remembering that they're from, you know, wherever or Michigan and being like, <laughs> oh, you mean like you do every time we like, go to the grocery there's, store? There's a grocer at, at a grocery store who's a, a U of M fan. And I grew up in East Lansing where, uh, you know, where Michigan State is and they're like rivals. So we like do a little quip every time. But like, it's a little thing. But it brightens mind every time. Um, but I think it goes to show how easy it is to give away those small kindnesses, to just be kind. Um, and also how much they can do. Like it's it's very small on the part of the giver, but on the receiver it can be life-changing. Yeah. As it often is. Um, which I think is good because it's always good when you can do a lot of good for not very much effort. That's great. But I think it can also make us forget how good we actually are. Like the goodness inside of us. Yeah, because it can seem so insignificant, you know, on on days when I'm down on myself, you know, I feel like I'm a terrible person or something. I don't remember, you know, remembering the the gas station attendant's name and, you know, asking about his brother. I don't remember, you know, I don't think about those sorts of things because it's just so easy Um, when I think remembering those small kindnesses that you give on to someone else or other people 
um, it can be really good to rely on those and, and fall back on those and remember those um, in moments when you feel really down on yourself. Because you don't have to like save the entire world to be a good person. You know, just being generally just nice to people is <laughs> can go, really go a long way. This really weird thing happened to me the last time I talked about this. Is I was I was actually talking about it on Twitter because there was like some TTRPG community drama that went down, and it was very boring drama. But basically, some shitty people got called out for being shitty, and that was the whole story. Um, but I made a post, and I was like, "It's it's so easy to be kind," and somebody, well, actually, a lot of people push back. They're like, no, it's not. It's really hard to be kind. It takes extra spoons. And I was like, yeah, that's the point, man. Like, and I like, I can't stop thinking about it. I can't stop thinking about those replies. And they've been living in my head for a while because like, I always say kindness is easy. But what I think I actually mean is like, kindness is like a, a practice, you know, like kindness is like an active choice. And it's like, the kind of thing where I am not naturally an empathetic person. Like I'm, I'm not like I seem like I am. Um, but like one of my really toxic traits is that a lot of times my first instinct is to take the most cynical choice mm. or like the, the selfish choice or just frankly, like the mean reactionary choice, because like, frankly, that's how I was raised. <laughs> Haha! <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, this is an after therapy episode. I forgot. Oh shoot! Um, I'm sorry. We no, said we fine. wouldn't do that. Um, but that's but it's true. Is like I was not raised in a household where like empathy was taught. It was like if you were being nice to somebody, it was because you know you were gonna get something out of it or like whatever. Like it was never just be kind. You know, it was like be kind because otherwise you're gonna burn in hell. Like there was always like a asterisk on it. Um, and so when I started being old enough to recognize the impact that unkindness had, like whether it was something I say small, but I mean like not societally damaging, you know, things like being a dick to the waiter. Like why? Like why, why do you need to be rude to the waiter? Like, you know? And then I started looking at those situations and going like, okay, well like this is only one person, you know, it's like, it's one person, but like that, massively impacts the rest of their day you know if you scream at somebody because the coupon you're trying to use expired six months ago and they can't honor it like who are who are you yelling at and why you know um and that was when i started realizing that like it's an active choice it is an active choice it is a it is it is always an active choice and like yes admittedly sometimes i still default to like the cynical choice or the mean choice or I'll write a, you know, 17 page dissertation about how people are wrong about microphones because I did that the other day. Cause I was just fucking done. <laughs> um, you know, but like stuff like that, but it's like, you have to practice, you have to practice empathy. You have to practice not being cynical. You have to wake up and say, you know, if I have three spoons, it is okay if I spend one of those on being kind, you know, mm. like that kind of stuff. Um, and if you don't have spoons, finding ways to still interact with the world that isn't causing active harm, mm. because I think that's something that is often overlooked is, is we talk a lot about neurodivergency and like as an explanation, but to me, it's, it's not an excuse for unkindness. 
And like, even in those moments where maybe you're impatient or emotionally dysregulated or having trouble communicating or whatever, like there's still an opportunity to even just take a step back or take a break and say, hey, I don't have the spoons right now. So like, let's have this conversation again when I can exercise a little bit more kindness and compassion. And that's something that I've really had to work on because I power through so often, you know, like I just keep working and working and working and I burn myself out. Um, and then I'm less likely to be kind and I'm less likely to be generous in the way that I want to be. Um, and so sort of like bringing myself back to that sort of like center of like, okay, I'm going to wake up every day and choose empathy. I'm going to wake up every day and choose kindness and compassion. Like I'm tired a lot, but I would rather be a little bit more tired and know that at the end of the day, I did everything I could not to hurt people, but I don't know. I get really hung up on people telling me that it's like there's like a, a like a spoon cost to kindness because I agree but I guess I like I don't know I don't disagree but I don't agree but I don't disagree and so I'm like I never know what to say to that argument because I just I think kindness is so so important especially right now yeah. especially now I have no fucking idea where I was going with that but <laughs> I just I can't stop thinking about it I can't stop thinking about people being like yeah but Sometimes I'm tired. I'm like, we're all fucking tired. We're all fucking exhausted. Just be nice anyway. I don't care. Yeah, I agree. I think I think the goal is, I think kindness costs a different amount of spoons to different, different people. type of spoon. Whoa. Or something. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's because like, if I spend two spoons being nice, but I spend one spoon screaming at somebody... It's a different type of spoon. I guess, yeah. I can see what you're saying, yeah. Like, well, I think, you know, types of spoons or quantity of spoons. I think, um, for one, for me, I generally find, and this was, you know, I, I don't, this isn't to, to um, venerate myself, This, but I, I find kindness is generally costs less spoons to me than unkindness. Um, you know, like, let's say uh, the server at a restaurant, like, forgets a thing or puts in the wrong whatever um it's a lot easier i think at least for me to be like oh yeah don't worry about it thing yeah it's it's fine than to be like how dare you you know like that 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 costs more spoons to me but i don't want to necessarily claim that that's the case for everybody because i'm not everybody yeah um so i think you know the goal is to 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 practice enough to get to the point where one, those kindnesses don't cost more spoons than unkindness. Um, and two, have your default fuel tank empty, I have no spoons behavior be it at least harmless. You know, because, yeah. you know, I'm not saying every time I go to the grocery store, I'm like this ray of fucking sunshine <laughs> blowing moonbeams up everybody's ass. You know, <laughs> most of the time I'm it's I usually go, you know, the store like after work. So I'm like, just ugh um just zonked um and in those moments i just try to not be actively bad like do the bare you know just like yep great how's it yeah mine it is good how's yours good great thanks all right yeah thank you very much you know just that or maybe or even less than that just literally no words you know um but i think a lot of times when people run out of spoons and i've certainly been guilty of this myself when we run out of spoons we default to 
negative behavior because we're like frustrated that we're out of spoons. Yeah, I do that. I'm just super guilty of that. Which is sort of ironic because I think being, um, I don't want to say harmful behavior, but, you know, the opposite of kind behavior. Um, I mean, I think that costs spoons too. I mean, yeah. you know, but, but, but I think it also, now I'm starting to think about what you were saying about like types of spoons, yeah. because what? if you, if I'm completely out of spoons and then all of a sudden in the line at the bank, something happens and all of a sudden I have to do something that requires spoons that I don't have the anger that I would feel about that. If I were to like freak out or something, which hopefully I wouldn't, but if I were to, that still costs something, you know, it's like, it's like dark spoons, you know, <laughs> like negative energy spoons where yeah. the spoons that come up when you're frustrated about not having the good kind of spoons. Yeah. I think for me, it's a combination of like, I get that a lot. Like I, I very like literally within like the past year have started realizing that a lot of the times where I will experience like very heightened emotions is straight up like meltdown. It's like I'm I'm at the end of my rope. I am out of spoons. I am in pain. I am in tired or whatever. And then all of a sudden I'm like weeping in traffic because mm. like I'm going to be one minute late because there was like a long red light. You know what I mean? It's just like I just like hit that limit. But one of the things that I realized a while ago is that I still think unkind behavior costs you more spoons in the long run. Because you have to deal with the effects of the unkindness, mm. whether that be, you know, you were like shitty to a friend or, you know, shitty to your partner, or whoever. Well, then you still have to have that conversation and you need to make it right and you need to apologize and you need to like, you know, mitigate the damage that you did. But then that is a spoon and that's a conversation and that's emotional labor and that kind of thing. Or... Maybe it is just somebody at the bank. You know, maybe it is the teller who you're never going to go back to that branch again because you made such a big scene and you're never going to see it. But then you still need to sit with that. And you still need to sit with that feeling of like, wow, like, was that the was that the best that I could have done right then? You know, and I think that the sort of like dark spoon. I like this. I like <laughs> dark spoons. Um, but I think like the the dark spoon element of like that spoon is going to come back to haunt you like you are preemptively spending a spoon you know what you know what i mean yeah kind of yeah. but like i i think that's one of the reasons why i go above and beyond with like especially when i'm really frustrated and it's because i deal with such like rejection sensitivity that like and just honestly just like a guilty conscience and so like you know if i'm like kind of a little bit off putting or something I'll like spend the next six months dwelling on that. Like, Oh my God, I can't believe I said that to that person. That was so awkward. And like, you know, whatever. And so I'd rather just know that I do my absolute fucking damnness to always be kind, no matter what, because then it, at least at the end of the day, I can be like, yeah, it didn't come out right. Yeah. It, they took it weird or whatever. But like, I know that I was trying to be kind and that's been really useful for me. Yeah, absolutely. I think the cost compounds. Um, I think the cost of those dark spoons like always compounds. Um, you know, whether it's I can't go back to that place anymore or the guilty feeling or <laughs> I mean, I remember when I was a teenager, early teenager, um, my friends and I had a bit of like a 
I'm sorry. I just threw my trash in the garbage. Okay. It was really loud. <laughs> but I was proud of myself for just putting it in the garbage and not waiting. And then I was like, oh, shit, we're recording. Well, and, and it wasn't a garbage like pile. Like earlier today, no. it was a teeming tower, a tower of, of, of trash. Garbage, but now it's a knot. It's now you got to hear that satisfying fresh. swish. Right, hold on. I'm going to do it again. Ready? Yeah. Oh, amazing. <laughs> um, but my friends and I had a bit of like you know a little klepto phase we'd like steal candy bars from CVS and, and stuff um, uh, you know whatever but I remember one time the closest I ever got um, got to getting caught was uh, uh, it was like a one of those chain head shops where it had like all the default hippie stuff this was like probably 2009 or something um, but I stole this little hemp wallet i did like none of this stuff i needed it was just we were kids and uh i put it down the front of my pants and i'm on my way out the guy at the place said like hey did you just stick something down your pants um and i like talked my way out of it and like i was like no oh my uh, whatever and i left um so i got the wallet but like to this day i don't think the store is still there but the last time it was when i like visited michigan when i saw the store i got a knot in my stomach I was yeah. like, I can't go in there anymore. And the cost of that was more than the price of the fucking wallet, you know? And who knows, if I had bought the wallet, maybe I would have had a charming conversation with the person behind the counter or whatever. But doing that negative thing always, always costs more in the long run. Um, that's what I think every time I see somebody making a scene about something minor well the first thing i think is i hope they're okay yeah <laughs> i think like um, like i hope a lot of those public meltdowns and stuff that you see is like oh that person is not okay right like, like that's, that's not like th i think there's some like entitlement and stuff but a lot of times i feel like we watch those like public freakouts and i'm like oh that is a person who is struggling with yeah. something exactly i mean that's how it, yeah that's and that that that's how i feel whenever i get like a negative comment on a video is i don't I never care what they actually say, you know, if they're like, you know, your hair looks dumb or whatever. I don't care. <laughs> but what keeps me up is like, you know, what happened to that person? You yeah. Know, like, are they okay? Yeah. Like, is their home life all right? Is something happening? Like, I genuinely lose sleep over it. I think I'm just like, what would compel a person to just be putting that out there? But yeah, I think generally in the long run, being kind always costs less spoons. And if it doesn't, then it will with practice. Yeah. Um, and I like the way you used practice earlier because um, I used to think of practice as a means to a goal. Like you practice something in order to be able to do it without having to practice anymore. Mm -hmm. But I think in this context, practice is an infinite thing. It's not the, the practice is the goal is when you're practicing doing something, you're just doing it. You make a practice of it, not practicing because one day all of a sudden all of this will be effortless, you know? Yeah. Um, well, and I also think practice involves like ongoing education mm. like that's that's another thing too is like and, and that part can be harder because a lot of times that can be really uncomfortable you know yeah. like that can be yeah. like you know because that's you know it's less about like unpacking your attitudes towards kindness and more like unpacking your you know like complicitly like complicitness and like white supremacy or right. you know whatever and it's like i can think of times where like not on purpose but like i've i've said something racist or i've said used a term that i was like wow like we don't use that term anymore you know and like that kind of thing and it was like well because i didn't educate myself like i wasn't actively trying to practice kindness in those ways and so like 
the more that like the work has been done, I'm like, oh, like that's why, you know, like referring to like Romani people in that way is like really offensive and hurtful. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, like I work at the Renaissance Festival, like let's make this change, you know, like that kind of thing. Um, you know, but like there's been a lot of those moments where I look back and I go, wow, like I wasn't trying to, I wasn't, I wasn't actively like thinking that this thing was like racist or harmful or toxic or whatever, but it was. And so that person that I interacted with, like they now carry that and they have that like memory of that time that that like random person was shitty, you know? And it's Mm -hmm. just like, and I feel bad about those, you know? And it's like, you can't do anything about it like i think you just have to sort of like be like yes i am part of the problem and so like it is my responsibility to do that work um but that's where i think like practice isn't like practice doesn't make perfect practice just makes simpler and and easier and i think it fosters understanding and a need for education and a need for like ongoing growth and like that's the hard work I yeah. think, you know, because it's really easy to be like, I'm not racist. It's like, well, you are. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. are probably Sorry to tell like, you, that, but... you, you are. Um, but like really like unpacking that. But even, you know, just thinking about like my own ableism and my own, you know, just like internalized like misogyny and stuff too. like all of that is 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 festers with unkindness and it festers in like this very like negative place and so it's easy to want to ignore it it's easy to not want to work on it it's easy to go like oh no 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 no. i'm not like that i'm i'm a perfect magic rainbow person you know and it's like nah like you got to do the work you got to do the work and you got to want to do the work and you got to mean the work because that's how change happens and i think like being nice to people is not just smiling at them at the grocery store it is really thinking about how you like interact with the world as a whole and doing your goddamn best to make sure that you don't hurt anybody while you're doing it yeah i think the pursuit of of self-actualization and and examining our own biases and the language that we use and our behaviors um for me it often helps whenever practicing anything to have some sort of set goal in mind. I mean, I know earlier I said, you know, this is practice, not necessarily for a goal, but it's having a North star. Um, And I think examining our own biases and examining our own prejudices and, and re, you know, privileges and privileges and, you know, cleaning house with our language, making sure we're not, we don't have any, you know, antiquated terms we're using. I think all of that at the end of the day is, for the purposes of seeking the most meaningful, most effective and most numerous ways of being kind to other people. Yeah. I think if you're trying to do that as much as you can, as often as you can, I think you'll be pretty okay. It's okay to mess up. It's okay. You know, like, and I think that's, that's also really hard to like, look at the times when you fucked up. But I think being able to say, Hey, I did fuck up or I could have handled this better or I could have handled this differently or whatever and acknowledging that. And instead of trying to like weasel your way out of it or, you know, like shift the blame or whatever, just be like, Hey, I did do that because I wasn't as informed. I wasn't as educated. This was a bad take, but I've listened and I've learned, you know, and I'm sorry. Like, I think that's a really powerful thing that you can just give to your community is is the ability to learn and grow and listen and do better you know 
Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, well, hey, you want to you go take this dog on a little rompy romp? I do. You know? I Get do. some new smells out there? Yeah. It just rained. Oh, oh it did Bailey. just rain. Oh wait, we ha- we do. Well, should we should we do the fade out now and then yeah. we come back for the announcements, or should we just should I just keep talking? I feel like I biffed it. <laughs> <laughs> I have like three announcements. No, go for it, dude. Okay. Um, hello. If you're still here, I don't know if Eric put a break in or not. I'm gonna assume I haven't decided yet. that we'll he did not. So I don't think I'm gonna thanks for keeping that. listening. I might do like a fake out fade out where I like yeah, fake out fade out. We'll see. It'd be good. It was a thing. Um. So okay. A couple orders of business. Number one, we have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash infinite quest. Um, we kind of got away from letting people know about it because we would just be like finish the episode and be like, oh, God, we're so behind. Um, but we just wanted to let you know that if you are interested in supporting our mission of advocacy and education, the Patreon exists. It is how we pay our bills. Um, and so even, you know, a, a buck a month it really goes a long way to keeping Infinite Quest up and running. Um, secondarily, you're like, hey, Kate, I don't have a buck a month. I don't I don't got that. I'm not flush with cash like like the kings. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, that's okay, friends, um, because it's once again time for our annual review drive. That's the thing no, I that's just it. made it's up a thing now. right now. Here we go. It's, I just made it up. So here's what you're going to do. If you like Infinite Quest and you're like, boy, howdy, this show is so good, go over to iTunes or I think Spotify has it now too, or wherever you have your podcast of choice and uh, give, give us a five-star review. I mean, you don't have to give us a five-star review. You could give us a one-star review if you're mean but if you like our <laughs> podcast um <laughs> reviews actually really help us a lot um they help determine our place in the algorithm um when people are like searching different podcasts they help like different like advertisers and stuff yeah, look when we get at... a guest and they look up who are these people yeah you know, and they're like, like oh god like, oh, are they a real podcast um it, a lot of that has to do with just the sheer number of reviews that we get um and so we'd really appreciate it it takes like 30 seconds just go is good podcast smiley face you can say more if you want but that's it um eric is laughing at me because i'm so awkward about asking for help from people no, i'm laughing because i did the same thing earlier during, during my twitch stream i was like i was, I was never mind I, I i had a very never mind i'm doing it now look at that <laughs> look at that i'm doing it now um and then third and lastly we just want to let you know we are going to be at gen con um is coming up um we are going to be doing several panels um some together some not together um so it'll be one of the first times that eric and i are separated on a panel and uh, yeah. i'm so scared uh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fine um we'll be great uh but we're going to be doing the tiktok D panel um i'm going to be doing a couple things with like morning ritual and possibly running a game question mark that's still kind of up in the air there will um, also be uh, the return of tacitus and basket i've heard a, a rumor. live D show with a bunch of cool folks yeah the return of basket uh praise basket praise basket um and so yeah so we've got a lot of stuff going on um but we just wanted to let you know kind of about those three things because one of them you can do right now the other two you can think about but I'm not going to tell you which ones. It's the review. <laughs> Just do the review right now. It's the review drive. Good, good episode, that was everybody. That was so good. That I was like feel Terry Gross. Really good about that. Was incredible. That. All right, thank everybody. Th- seriously, thank you so much for being here. Please, um, Take some time to just take care of yourself. Drink some water. Drink some water. Take a bubble bath. Whatever your thing is. Build houses in The Sims. Yeah. Um, whatever you got to do. Um, and just because I feel like I need this reminder, remember that this is a marathon. This is not a sprint. It is really 
easy to throw all your passion and your ire and your anger and your resentment at the first like four days and then get tired. Um, so please remember that it is okay to take breaks. It is okay to refresh yourself. You cannot pour from an empty cup. Um, and so as we continue the fight for justice and as we continue the fight for, frankly, bodily autonomy, basic um, fucking human rights, basic Sorry. fucking human rights, um, please just remember that none of us are going to do it alone, but together we can accomplish a great deal. So um, from all of us here at Infinite Quest, please stay safe. Uh, please stay healthy. Remember to drink some water. Take your meds. Eat a snack. Pet your dog. <laughs> Be kind to yourself. Do a little dance. Be kind to others. Make a little love. Get down the line. And remember that we love you. Ah, ah, ah. That was a different song, <laughs> isn't it? Oh, man. Okay, bye, everybody. Thanks for listening.